Hey, hey, thanks for tuning in to the Just Janice podcast. I am your host, Janice, and we know that the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. So in this joy-filled podcast, you're going to hear real-life stories from other believers. We're going to talk about the kingdom. We're going to magnify Jesus, and it's going to be awesome. So thanks for tuning in, and here we go. Hey, hey, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Just Janice. I am so excited for today's episode because I have Grace Graber on the line with me. She is incredible. You guys are going to love her. So Grace is an independent artist located in Portland, Oregon. After a song saved her life, she became passionate about making music that would do the same for someone else. Feeling a call to pursue music again after beauty school, her nine-to-five position at Hand and Stone Massage and Facial Spa would lead her to a company-wide songwriting competition in Nashville, Tennessee. Her self-produced debut single, Serious, released on May 1st, 2020. Her new single, Darkness, is available to stream everywhere, so go check it out. She sings, she plays ukulele, she plays guitar, she's a songwriter, she produces. (sighs) She's incredible. Welcome to the show, Grace. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Yes, I'm so excited for today's episode. I know it's going to be so good. So I want to start out our episode together with five fun facts because I love doing that whenever I bring someone on for a chat. So you up for it? I'm totally up for it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so number one is what is something on your bucket list? Bucket list, bucket list. Ooh, I've done a lot of fun things that have been on my bucket list. So I think... The one thing I do want to do is tour eventually, like go on like a kind of USA, Nash, is it called national tour? National? Yeah. <laughs> like go on tour, just uh, different states, uh, meet different people. Um, haven't done that yet as an artist. So I'm excited for the day that I do get to because I'm, I'm hoping it's soon, hoping it's after all of this, you know? Yes. Yeah. You definitely have to do that. And I will come, I will bring you to Michigan. <laughs> okay. You can come here. It would be awesome. <laughs> That'd be so awesome. Okay, number two is what is your favorite quote or scripture? Mm. My favorite, well, I have like a quote that I kind of like just create. I mean, it's super simple. It's no excuses. Um, I am big on like finding a way no matter what. Um, I know like in my little intro, you said I do production. I learned how to do that all through YouTube videos. So that's a big like saying for me that like there's no excuse why I can't do things myself so how do I do it and it's kind of like just a curiosity quote but there's like a scripture right now I posted it on my um Instagram the other day yesterday actually um it's 2nd Corinthians 3 4 through 6 um we're confident of all this because of our great trust in God through Christ It is not that we think we are qualified to do anything on our own. Our qualification comes from God. He's enabled us to be ministers of his new covenant. (laughs) This is a covenant not of written laws, but of the spirit. The old written covenant ends in death, but under the new covenant, the spirit gives life. Um, I really like this because basically qualification doesn't come from anything I do on my own. It comes from God. And I think that's like a really good perspective to perspective to have and whatever kind of ministry you're doing um, none of us are qualified to do anything we're doing we need God to help us do it and it's because of Jesus dying on the cross that we're able to walk in that so yeah 
Amen. I love that quote. And I love the scripture. That's so encouraging. And when you were talking about like, no excuses, you can like do anything you set your mind to. I actually heard a lady speak a couple of years ago at a conference and she was a single mom of like a lot of children. I don't remember how many kids she had, but it was quite a few. And she was like, I was sick of living paycheck to paycheck. And so I just started Googling ways to make income from home. And like, literally now she travels and speaks and shares all of her ideas and everything, but she built like a multi-million dollar business with Google. And she's like, if you have Google or Google, YouTube, you can figure out anything. And so I love how accessible things are nowadays. Like we really don't have excuses. And obviously if God calls us to do something, he's going to give us everything we need to do it and equip us for it. So that's so good. Yeah, no, it's it's like, how bad do you want it to like, (laughs) you know, like if you want it that bad, obviously she was like fed up enough, you know, to like, reach out and figure it out. You know, it's, I think it has to do with that too. Yeah. And our tenacity to go after whatever it is. And, um, yeah, that would be something if I could give, if I could give everyone in the world something, I'd be like, here, how about a shot of tenacity and like (laughs) ambition. Yeah. Janice's shot of tenacity coming to the store near you. (laughs) Yes. Go to your local Walgreens. It's fine. (laughs) Okay. So number three is if you could have a coffee date with anyone past or present, who would you pick? I've thought, I've thought about this question because I got to preview some of these questions beforehand and I was thinking of all these artists that I could meet, but then I thought of the coolest man in the entire universe and we all know him, Keanu Reeves. I think (laughs) I would want to have a coffee date with Keanu Reeves. He's just so humble and he has like a selfless lifestyle as well as he's had a lot of trauma in his life and so I'd want to I want to hear that healing where has he found that healing and then where has he found the strength to be so generous to others I just I want to know everything about Keanu Reeves basically that is such a that's such a cool answer I I love that that's such a cool answer and yeah so whenever you do have that coffee date fill me in on all the details and then tell him to come on my podcast Okay, the next one is what is one song that has made an impact on your life? One song. Well, the song that saved my life was Take Me by Hawk Nelson. Um, When I was going through a lot of um, suicidal thoughts and um, I was undiagnosed PTSD and major depression from being bullied in middle school. And so that song actually stopped me from taking my own life because it popped into my head. Um, and it, it, sh- it showed me comfort. The lyrics are, um, take me under your wing tonight, make me so perfect in your eyes. Hold on. It'll be all right. You're not alone. You'll be here forever, forever. You'll stay. And you promise to love me. You'll love me always. And I think at the time I was just feeling so unloved that this song spoke to that and, and comforted me and said there's something there's something bigger and better and at the time I had no idea what song it was when this was an experience I had um but yeah yeah that song saved my life wow that's incredible music uh we could just do a whole podcast on music and (laughs) all the songs uh, the cool things God does through the one song (laughs) that has made an impact in my life you mean the thousands of songs that have made an impact in <laughs> yeah life. like I'll attach a playlist oh. yeah I'll attach a playlist of all the songs like oh oh that's that's so good 
Okay. Our last one for our fun facts is what is one thing God is teaching you in the current season of life that you're in? Oh man, that's a loaded question. Definitely asking is important. Asking for help, um, asking for encouragement, asking for what you need, because we're the, we're the only ones mostly like thinking of ourselves all the time. (laughs) Um, so no true. one else is thinking about you as much as you're thinking about yourself. And so no one knows as much as you need more than you know about yourself. I don't know if that came out wrong. That was a t- tongue twister. Anyways, but is we need to ask for what we need. We need to ask for help. We need to ask for knowledge, um, wisdom. All of those things come when we're like open to receiving that. And so asking is basically the the hey, I'm ready to receive. Hey, I, I'm finally ready um, to understand or to know um, as well as I'm I'm also ready to get further. So asking for like a job position you want or asking for a raise, like those are important things because it just shows how much you're ready for the next step. And I think that's been huge in my life is especially with music and my debut EP coming out in January is then like, I have to ask for help. <laughs> I have to ask to for people to listen to my music. No one knows who I am right now. Um, so I've got to ask them to take a moment for me and get to know me a little bit. Yeah, I love that. And even as you're talking, a couple of scriptures came to mind. And um, the first one, like you have not because you asked not. And then the other one that's been so heavy on my heart, I believe it's in Matthew that talks about asking, seeking and knocking. And it's like, a promise from God that when we ask, we receive. And so that is such a good lesson and and a good reminder too, to listeners, like seek the Lord about things, ask him, like reach out to people. Like it's okay to like, that's why God's given us each other to be able to, I don't know, help each other and build each other up. So that's such a good answer. Like most of the time, like when I'm frustrated with something, I like have to stop myself and go, have I like asked God for it yet? Have I have I actually like verbally said out loud, God, I'd like this opportunity or God, just to say that you've asked and that, you know, because even though he knows what we need before we ask, there is something in asking him and and basically telling him you're much greater and you know exactly what I need. That's another way of worshiping him and, and glorifying him is saying you are the source and you're the person who's going to give it to me. Yes, that's so, so true. I love, I love everything you said. So um, those are fun. I love those fun facts. So tell us, I know we've talked a little bit about your story, like in the intro and even just through the fun facts, but like, tell us your story. Who is Grace Graber? I don't even know. Just kidding. (laughs) Um, Grace Graber, um, man, Grace Graber used to be Grace Williams. I grew up in a small town in Northern California. Hillsburg, California specifically. My parents are pastors, so I grew up a PK and I grew up loving Jesus. I was a little girl that you would see at church in a tutu or something, just dancing during worship. I was I was an adorable little toddler. Um, and I just loved Jesus with all my heart. And um things got real when I uh started going into middle school and that was different. I was the only pastor's kid in town. So people knew me for my faith. They didn't know me as 
Grace, Grace Williams, or who, what I liked and what I did, but they knew me for the fact that I loved Jesus. And that was taboo, especially in this small town. Um, And so I was bullied immensely for that. I experienced physical trauma at a young age, Um, followed home from school, jumped, um, and became too violent. So my parents took me out of that school and then tried to put me in another one. Well, I didn't have a MySpace, but uh, my story spread on MySpace. And so it became unsafe for me to go to other schools in the district. And so I had undiagnosed PTSD and major depression, and I was immediately taken and put into homeschooling. And uh, it was really secluded, very lonely. I had only a couple friends from some youth groups, um, didn't play music yet. Um, but I became suicidal because of it. And, um, right before I take my, took my, uh, right before I was going to take my own life, um, God put those lyrics in my heart, take me by Hawk Nelson. And I didn't, I'm glad I didn't. And I became so curious with how that song impacted me that I immediately looked up the, the next morning I looked up, uh, the lyrics in Google started listening to Hawk Nelson's other stuff, became obsessed, became a fangirl. Then I was like, I want to be doing what they're doing. So I started learning to play guitar to their songs, learning how to sing to Jason Dunn's voice. Um, I was, I was a Hawk Nelson obsessed. And then I started getting into other uh, alternative rock bands. So I started going to concerts because a lot of them locally happened. Actually, do you know who Jordan Feliz is? Oh, yes. I love him. I got to meet him a couple of years ago, too. Um, So his he has an old band called A Current Affair, and they actually would pass through town. And so I I used to see uh, Jordan perform with his little rock band in Northern California all the time. It was so fun. Best best performer. Anyways, I started going to all these concerts and meeting these bands. And what was happening was I didn't understand why they were so kind to me when the people who knew me were so brutal. And um, so I noticed that and I wanted to be that. I wanted to be that for others. So I became my own artist, Grace Williams at the the time, started making my own demos. And my biggest dream was to sing with Hawk Nelson one day. Um, So I dreamed that so hard. Um, I would cry. I wanted it so bad. And actually, in 2011, Jason Dunn, um, I walked up to him at the Revolve Tour. And I was like, your song saved my life. Um, I'm starting to write my own songs now and open for bands. I'm also leading worship at church. And my biggest dream is to sing with you guys one day. And Jason looked me straight in the eyes and was like, well, let's make that dream come true. And so the next day, um, he came and found me, um, and I was on stage with Hawk Nelson at the Revolve Tour. I think it was it was in Ontario, California, Ontario or Anaheim, one of those. Um, and it was like there was like four thousand people there. It was so awesome, and I actually have still have friends to this day who were sitting next to me um, and saw it all happen. <laughs> I keep in contact with um so. That happened, um, and I think from there on, I was 15 when that happened, and from there on, I re- knew I wanted to do music um, for the rest of my life. And yeah, that's that's kind of how uh, that's kind of who Grace Graber is. How 
Grace Graber came to be. The Graber part, though, is my married name. I got married to my husband, TJ, about five years ago. Um, so God did a whole identity um, shift. Um, I actually was in a car accident a few years ago, um, and uh, I lost a lot of weight. I used to be 230 pounds, um, and I lost all that weight got healthy because of the car accident. That's how I got my job at Handed Stone um, was because I met them from going and getting massages, alternative medicine, that kind of thing. Um, and then I started working at the front desk with them. And then slowly God used that because I wanted to become, I'm an esthetician and I do skincare and facials. And um, I wanted, always wanted to go to beauty school. So God made a way through the car accident money. We were able to use that and pay for beauty school. And then when I started beauty school, God told me that he was establishing that career so that I could pursue music full time. And I was like, that's that's a little crazy. How are you going to do that, God? And uh, and <laughs> then I graduated beauty school, started my job as an esthetician at Hand in Stone and uh, Hand in Stone put a company wide songwriting contest out and I won. And when I was there, I had this name pop into my head. I had watched this guy named Grant Wool grow up and make his demos. And then he started pursuing music full time in Nashville and started writing with people like Skillet and other artists that were pretty. He like toured the UK with like NF. Isn't he's insane? Um, anyways, I had his name in my head and I knew he lived in Nashville. So when I was in Nashville for that songwriting contest, I reached out to him and I said, Hey, if I can meet anyone, I'd love to meet you while I'm here. I just want to hear your story. And and we met for coffee and it and it went really well. And it turned into him reaching out to me after and saying, Hey, I want to be on your team. Um heard my story uh I didn't know what I was doing a year ago so when he reached out to me it became like he taught he's taught me a lot about um the industry um and so that's kind of how music has become what it is today um <laughs> I did not expect to be pursuing music at this level a year ago um I had no idea what God was gonna do and then um when quarantine hit I started pursuing it full-time um, music full time and produced my first single all on my own because I wanted the experience and um, yeah and then we have my debut EP in January 1st so loaded question on who Grace Graber is but Grace Graber is all the cool things God has done <laughs> so. Grace Graber is cool that's what I was telling one of our mutual friends last week like Grace is like the best thanks for connecting us um she's my new best friend <laughs> oh and seriously like thank you for sharing the raw and vulnerable parts of your story because I know that that's going to minister to people who maybe are still stuck in those places or going through the things that you've gone through and and found victory through and overcome through Christ so that's that's awesome. And I just I'm excited to watch your journey and see where God takes you in the future. And it's it's exciting just watching the plans of God unfold in, in each other's lives. And so yeah, that's so so awesome. So so I love, 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 love that you released a new song in 2020 when it seems like everyone else is like sitting down and like in survival mode, like you're crushing it, girl. So how would you describe your music and what do you hope people take away when um, they listen? Vulnerable. I'd describe my music as 
but very vulnerable, serious. I was so terrified to put that out. I would, I was already working on um, writing for the EP and I was like, you know what? I've got nothing going on with quarantine. I can either wait for everything to open back up or I can make my own song. And so I decided I'm going to watch a bunch of YouTube videos um, and try to perfect my production. Well, then I wrote uh, Serious, which was about um, how serious I am about pursuing music. And I said, oh, this is a good song. I started working on it. It got good. And then it just kept getting better and better. And had some friends listen to it and give me their opinions. And I was like, if I am going to release an EP at the end of the year, I said, I want to experience what it's like to do this completely on my own without like, without any guidance. Like I, there's like a bunch of things you have to do to like prepare your artist page pages. <clears throat> and uh, so there was a lot I needed to get done. If I, if I wanted to like basically claim my name on Spotify. And so I thought, what a, what a perfect way to do all that, get some experience. I like market it on my own, see what that's like. I made a lyric video on my own for it. So that was fun. And, um, but uh, yeah, vulnerable is what I think with what people take away from my music. All of it has been thought about a lot. Um, I had darkness come out in October and darkness was actually the demo that Grant, my producer had heard on my SoundCloud and that's what stood out to him. And that's why he reached out to me. And so we took darkness and just made it better. And um, darkness is about holding on to sin, holding on to um, things and keeping them hidden. And then I had real come out, which is a part of the EP and heart for me came out this month, I think like a week, two weeks ago. But both of those are very vulnerable, like reels, very questioning, like questioning if God's there. And then um, Heart for Me is literally, I feel I feel like just like a cry, like a, a cry for help. Like, God, I want to know. I want to know. Um, give me the eyes to see. And um, so I would say very vulnerable, very raw. Um, I want them to take away validation that if you are questioning God or if you are asking God for something and you want to know his heart for you, like you're validated and feeling that. Um, and that's what God wants to give you. He wants that deep connection with you. Um, so I just want people to feel normal. Um, normal, especially with darkness. I, it's okay. You're really normal is one of the lyrics. And I love that because it's normal to hold on to darkness. Darkness isn't just like this thing that we Christians talk about that real isn't constantly in our life. There's some sort of darkness that we're all holding on to. So I want people to feel like they're normal for that. Like it's okay. You're, you're okay. You're human. So, yeah. Yeah. And I love, I love that you are someone who just values vulnerability. And that's something like even in my own ministry that God has like reminded me over and over again, that there's value in being vulnerable and I just think people in general are just tired of fake and people are craving authenticity and what's real and people, people, I don't know, they recognize that. And so I, I know and believe that people are going to do that when they're listening to your music, that they're going to recognize that you're vulnerable and you're real and you're authentic. And that's what, that's what ministers to people. So uh, I love it. Yeah. People, you better go listen to her music when we're done with this. <laughs> 
<laughs> so if you could collab on a song with anyone besides Jason Dunn or Hawk Nelson, because I have a feeling that's probably who you'd want to do a song with. Maybe well, not, but course, who would you pick? Day, I at least just want to like write a song with Jason Dunn. Jason Dunn, if you're listening. Hi, my name is Grace Graber, and I'd like to write a song with you. Um, <laughs> I know, Jason Dunn, of course, Hawk Nelson, any of those guys, really. Uh, Micah, Micah's a great songwriter. He was He's a good guitarist in the new um, new Hawk Nelson. But if I could collab on a song with someone um, or write, uh, Trevor McNeven. Am I saying his last name right? He's the lead singer of Thousand Foot Crutch. He's written for so many people. Like every time I look up songwriters for Christian artists, he's like, he's on there. And I'm like, Trevor, Trevor, I need to write a song with you. And he did FM Static too. I don't know if you heard of FM Static, Thousand Foot Crutch. Please tell me you have. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've heard of Thousand Foot Crutch, FM Static. Uh, no, I don't know who they are. <laughs> Other people probably do. Oh, I don't. Girl, you maybe gotta I'm go listen to Definitely, maybe. And you're just you're gonna jam it. It oh, gives me all the nostalgia. But I'd want to write and collab with him, I, or have him produce something of mine. So that's so good. When I post this, I will definitely <laughs> tag Jason Dunn and like all those people. Yeah. Like, hey, <laughs> look this girl up before you can't reach her. Okay. <laughs> So you you are such an incredible example of someone who's overcome so much and you're passionately pursuing the call of God on your life now to create and release music that inspires other people. So what would you say to someone who is struggling to step out into what they feel like God is putting mm. on their heart to do? Well, I had someone tell me something at one point in my life. Well, year when I started beauty school and God told me I was going to pursue music, I actually had just come out of a bad experience in college um, where I would I was told by a producer that I'd, I'd never make it. <laughs> I was told that I'd have to change a lot in order to be successful. Um, and so I was kind of jaded to the idea of um, being an artist. I've always been a songwriter and I took kind of like a sabbatical from um, per, like releasing stuff on SoundCloud, but I was, I was writing every day. Um, and I was very jaded from that experience. And I had someone take me to a from Indian Lakes concert, right when I started beauty school. And he's like a, he's in a band here in Portland, super indie band, super great Honor scouts, go check it out. Um, and he sat me down and said, Hey, so like, why aren't you releasing music right now? And I told him everything. I said, Oh, this is the reason. And and my voice, I'm not really confident in my voice. And oh, I'm just so out of practice with this. And I don't know, I don't know uh, music theory. And um, he was like, BS. And I was like, what? He's like, those are all excuses. You got to be doing it for you. Like, like these are all reasons not to do it. So you're always going to give yourself reasons. And this is the, um, the advice I would give something. You're always going to have a reason not to do it. So just choose to do it. <laughs> like you, you just got to do it. You can't create, create, keep creating excuses for yourself. You're the only one who can say yes to what you want to do. And, and maybe, yeah, maybe there is like actual like disabilities you can't do and um, reasons you can't do this or money or, you know, but there's always steps you can take to get better and work towards it. So even if it's just reaching out to someone who's already doing what you want to do, little steps like that, those build like sowing seeds, you just got to sow those seeds. So I would say like, 
you you just got to do it. You just got to make that decision right now. Sow those seeds because they're going to grow. Um, and keep sowing seeds too. Keep keep throwing seeds wherever you can because, yeah, they say in the Bible like some will get chewed up by weeds and some will, some will get on the dry dirt and won't root very like. But there are those seeds that do hit the good soil and those that produce fruit. So keep throwing out those seeds. Keep keep producing. Do not stop. Is what I would I would say. Just keep going. And if God put it on your heart, he's also going to make a way, you know, like he also understands your, how you're feeling. And he, he also wants you to like learn from this too. Like there's, there's something that you're always learning in life. And so you just gotta, you just gotta push through it because you're, you're personally growing as well. The seeds are growing, but you are growing as well. That is so good. That's such good advice and so solid. I'm literally, as I'm listening to you, I'm like, I could just hit record and just let this girl talk because it's ministering to me too. So, oh, I love it. I love it. And it goes right back to your favorite quote of like, no excuses. Like if this road is blocked off, then turn around and find another road. Like God is going to, God is going to make a way for you, whatever that looks like. And one of my favorite favorite authors and speakers is Christine Kane. And it, it cracks me up because this woman speaks in front of like, I don't even know, millions of women and just has a podcast and a ministry like that's dynamite. And she had an experience in college where she had a professor tell her, um, like, Christine, you will never speak. You're horrible at this, like figure something else out with your life. And here, that's Mm -hmm. what exactly God was calling her to. And so I always think about that. Like, I don't know. And one of my biggest things too, even with that is, that I've learned, I don't know, in the last couple of years with stepping out and being more bold in ministry and everything that God has shown me. Well, I don't, I'm not saying this is like God showing me. I should just say it's a quote that I saw online. (laughs) I'm not going to say it's from God. It's a quote I saw online and I took it as gospel. Okay. And it's, um, don't take criticism from someone that you wouldn't take advice from. And I'm like, Oh, that is so good. So then when I have like these negative Nancy's like messaging me or commenting on things, I'm just like, I wouldn't take advice from you. I'm not going to take your criticism either. So just side note of, I don't know, a million thoughts that ran through my head as you were sharing. That was really, really good. So this podcast seriously could be like an hour long, but <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to wrap it up here because it is getting a little long. So do you have any, anything else on your heart at all that you want to share with people that are tuning in today? Anything else that God's um, put on your heart? God's going to take care of it. Like that's, I mean, that's what he's teaching me right now with like the release of this debut EP and, and like worry is only separating me from God even more. So worrying about it and worrying about something you want to do is just, it's just separating you. And basically it's you telling God, I don't, I don't think that might like that. There's a possibility this might not happen when you know, for sure, if God's making it happen, he'll make it happen. So I'd say like, I'd say anxiety is real, like depression is real, like mental health is real. And so um, if you're struggling with that, please know, like every, we're all in this together, but God's going to make a way. God's going to make a way. Amen. So I want to close out um, with you just sharing with everyone how they can connect with you, how they can stay connected with you and just find your music and all of that. And then would you be yeah, willing to close yeah, us out sure. in prayer? Um, you can you can stay connected with me on all social media websites like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, Instagram is probably the best way to get a hold of me if you wanted to um, at Grace Graber Music is how you do that. And then you can actually have a website, www.gracegraber.com. 
where you can stay up to date on everything. Um, and you can find me anywhere you stream music, Spotify, iTunes. I have music videos for all the songs that are out currently. So check those out on YouTube, Grace Graver Music. Um, yeah, that's how you can stay connected with me. Um, but yeah, I'll close this out in prayer. Um, God, I thank you so much for relationships like Janice. Um, I thank you for her in my life and thank you for having me on this podcast. But God, I just pray that anyone listening would be encouraged that they would hear that you know their dreams, God, and that their feelings and what they're experiencing right now is 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 validated and God you you understand them and you know them so God I just I just pray for all the dreamers out there listening to this and hearing my story God would you just make their dreams come true would you just show them how much you love them show show them your heart for them and we thank you God so much for um opportunities like this to share our testimonies we praise you Lord and amen Thank you.